we're in. Adams, as in Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, for those who don't know who that is. <laughs> Adams, discussing faith, dismisses idea of separating church and state. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? <laughs> so this is the beginning of our Patreon content. It's the beginning of the end of everything we are. We, we're not coming in with like a little conversational preamble. We're just going to get into New York City Mayor Eric Adams. No, no, no. We can do his we can, buffoonery. No. We can um we can mention that uh, we just did something groundbreaking. Okay, so we recorded a show tonight. Yeah, that uh with no preparation ahead of time. No prep. Usually we prep <laughs> so much. And by the and you know what? I'm really tired and exhausted and worn out by the time we do it. So maybe this will give a little jolt, a little. Uh, How do you feel now? Are you tired and worn out and yeah, like? But it's nine o'clock. I'm getting old. <laughs> it's pretty it's true. Like these recording hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah are you do? It's not. It's not only that. Also, you know, we had a. We sprung ahead, so we lost an hour's sleep. So I'm feeling like an hour behind. Like, so it's really eight o'clock right now. Then, oh shit, I feel wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> you a strange that. man. Scott. I've heard that. A strange, strange I've heard man. That. So, um, yeah. So I think it went, uh, it went interestingly. Um, I don't know if we should do it again, though. We should probably do it again. Yeah, we should definitely do it again. I that think we fun. should try it again. You yeah. know, improve upon. You know, reflect first. Reflect. Listen back, reflect, see what we could have done that was better or different, yeah. and then like take that into the next. I actually want to have this conversation not on Patreon content. I want to have it on the next episode because I want to say, you know what? Sometimes you're afraid to try new shit because you don't want to disturb the audience. Like You don't want to fuck up what we got going, mm -hmm. but I don't know what we have going because there's no fucking feedback. We don't have a bunch of people lining up for our Patreon, signing up to our Patreon, so you know what? We will experiment on their time. No, we you start paying. We'll experiment on our time and get it right. What for you. we should do is we should put this up as like a preview to our Patreon on our regular feed, and then like you know, ten or fifteen minutes in, just cut it off. Oh, once right. people get like hooked and like they're yeah. into it, we yeah. can cut it off. Yeah. They nibble it on the foreskin. Boom, circumcised. Word. All right, I like that because I forgot you can do shit like that. <laughs> Rusty just showed me a video where some guy, like in real time, like video of a duck, he made fake UPS packages and the duck picked them up and he's running around delivering packages and fighting with packages. And, and I, I'm amazed that Rusty Scott's can Scott's amazed by stuff. technology. Yeah. All right. Scott's amazed. <sighs> you know what a good movie was? <laughs> but I will only ever watch it like that one time. And then it wasn't a good movie while I was watching it because it's not what I thought it was going to be. But then I've seen bits and pieces of it here and there. And it is a good movie, but not like the first time that you watch it, maybe. I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> the Deer Hunter. Do you know, there was, a, there was a thing back in the 80s. I want to say it was like 1980 when Deer Hunter came out. I had like a bootleg HBO shit. I got an antenna on my roof, aimed at the Empire State mm -hmm. Building, but Forrest Park was in the way. So I had, I, I had shitty free HBO. Mm -hmm. And HBO only started broadcasting at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And you never knew what was going to come on because we had a bootleg. We didn't know what was coming on. It was mm -hmm. always something stupid like the Black Stallion or some shit. Mm -hmm. And the Deer Hunter came on. Mm -hmm. And I remember my father watching it and then started cursing because somebody, in, you know, this is a whole story. Some hacker interrupted the broadcast. Like of the deer hunter, like in 1980, and like what he what was... it was like it was like some sort of screenshot, like some text, like in like some like bad 1980s graphic or something, and he interrupted it, and it became like a thing, and like I don't know if they ever they never found the guy. It was like one of the first recorded cases of like someone jacking a signal or something. 
like that, that was meant for the public. I didn't yeah. know about that. I know there's one famous one in Chicago, like in local Chicago TV. Remember when Max Headroom was like a big thing? <laughs> yeah. So there was like someone that cut into like maybe a Cubs game or something like that or a news broadcast or a late uh, night show right. as like that Max Headroom character. And it was like a really creepy video. Mm. Anyone who's listening, it's on YouTube now. You can go Chicago local TV Max Headroom video on YouTube like you could see it it's 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 up there yeah. but uh i was going to say i was getting hbo also at that period of time i was living in brooklyn mm. and the same movie was on all the time and i used to watch it every time it was on it was called the world's greatest athlete do you remember this fucking movie bro no is this the one you were saying that you liked you didn't like you did like nah, you didn't bro. like it? yeah never heard of it Everyone, go look up this movie. <laughs> go see it. All 1.67 of you that are listening. Here's the premise of the movie. All right. Remember Jan Michael Vincent? Jan Michael Vincent. The guy that killed himself. No, that was John Eric Hexham. He was Jan in like Michael that Vincent. helicopter TV show. Uh, Airwolf. Airwolf. Yeah. Right. But he was like a huge actor like in the 70s. Okay. Like he was like a big star, but he was like a total fucking drug addict. He like fucked them fucked himself up anyway he was in a movie called the world's greatest athlete in 1973 with john amos you know who john amos is uh the cookie amos and andy nah fuck man he was the dad <laughs> on good times you know john amos yeah oh yes yes yes, yes, yes very yes, famous yes, yes, actor yes, yes. he was on west wing he, he was the black the guy in that show chairman of the joint chiefs of staff <laughs> that's fucked up he was in that fucking sylvester stallone prison movie Remember when Stallone went to prison and he had to like break out or Cobra. some shit like that? It was called like Breakout. He was in that. It was Man, Gulag. You are all over the place. It was Gulag today. 17, wasn't it? John Amos plays a fucking college like track and field coach or athletics coach, okay. and his career is in trouble because all his teams suck. So one off season, he goes to Africa to like rejuvenate like himself. You know, he goes to find his roots and nice. like fucking reflect and like. Nice. And on his travels, he discovers this amazing athlete. And this amazing athlete is this Tarzan type who is played by Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> Wait, like swinging from vines and shit? So it's like a combination of Tarzan meets Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> where John Amos takes Jan Michael Vincent, this lily white blonde man out of the deepest darkest like jungles boy, of right? africa yeah, like a pretty boy right and transports him back to like you know whatever kentucky usa college campus right and now he's got to adjust to life but he's fucking he can run super fast he can throw sure. far and kick far all the ladies love him the only downside is his pet tiger you know his pet tiger is like a major problem on campus no, so you I remember, for real? Like, are you serious? Yes. That's, so I remember, that's so I remember this movie. I'll go to Kentucky, to but I got to bring my tiger with and me. And I was like, you know, I was like nine years old. And it was just on all the time. And I would watch it every time it was on. Tim Conway was in that movie. He was like from the old Carolyn Burnett yeah, show. Was, he was like yeah. in a million things. So like, you know, go and watch this movie. I mean, I don't know if it still holds up, but the premise of it is fucking crazy. <laughs> The world's greatest athlete, 1973. I was just watching something, and one of the characters in the show was watching uh, Airwolf all the time. Oh. 
Oh, it was a show on Prime uh, called Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts did the first season. She produced it. Mm-hmm. It was about a bunch of military guys that were coming home from, they didn't specify the war. Is it Iraq or Afghanistan, obviously? With PTSD, and they were in a civilian corporation's program to adapt them I, to... I'm sorry. What? I don't understand. So these guys like had the honor of fighting for the United States of America, and they come home, and instead of like being proud of like what they've accomplished, they're like, you know, like I, I'm no. scarred. Russ, Russ, I'll tell you. I this. don't understand. Is Russ, that what you're telling me? I'll tell you this. Yes, they should. They could be proud, and we could be proud of them, and they can be damaged, and we can feel their damage as well. I, I don't know. They should just get over it, right? They should listen. just get over it. No. I'm not saying. No, what are you saying? I'm Ross? just asking. Yeah. yeah. I'm just asking. Yeah, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Are you telling me that sometimes people come home from war zones a little damaged? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I'm asking. I'm not saying. I'm asking. Is that the right attitude? Probably not. They so, were raised in the greatest country on earth, America. Their birthright is to fight in a war on foreign soil. You hope, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's every boy's for dream. questionable reasons. <laughs> every every boy's dream. <laughs> and you're telling me they got to live out this dream, and they come home, and they need like medication and psychiatry. They're gonna bleed this country's resources dry, treating their fucking mental disabilities. No, they're not, because the fucking VA doesn't treat any of this shit. They they rely on fucking like. Like wounded warrior, disabled American veterans, or there all these non-government all organizations. The more reason to cut off whatever little funding Suck they already receive. Suck it up, Buttercups, for real. It's not getting to them anyway. And who are these? And they are traitors. What do they do? They go to the psychiatrist and complain about America. Oh, you know, I feel like this because I was sent into like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. To yeah. protect yeah. our fucking ability. To say anything we want through these microphones. We ran around with shiny toy guns, pretending to be soldiers. They actually got to do it. Unbelievable. Right? They lived the dream. Yeah. And they fucking... The I fucking would, dream. for one hour, I would give up. <laughs> Remember when you called up WFAN radio? You said some stupid <laughs> shit. Like, for one hour. I'd give my I left would... arm to play yeah. in fucking Major League Baseball. It was 1987. The funny, I the funny thing is, like, you, know, you didn't have the talent of Daryl Strawberry. Not even for one hour. Yeah, I did. For one hour, I had I, I don't yeah. think it was Strawberry. I think it was Kevin McReynolds. It was, whatever. <laughs> it was even worse. Fuck Kevin McReynolds, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, whatever, man. So, so today, um, we are going to... No, shut up, man. No, you're not going to do that. You just steamrolled over what I was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. So there's a show My called bad. Homecoming. My bad. And anyway, this organization was... Um, go check it out. But the head of the corporation, for some reason, had a CRT TV, like an old school television. And every time somebody went to talk to him, he was watching episodes of Airwolf. Because back then, like after that war, no. like they had CRT TV. No, this is like 10 years ago, man. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? People, some still people had CRT still had like C- right yeah. after 9-11. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sorry, I stand corrected, man. Nobody was watching Airwolf, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what better to treat your PTSD yeah. than yeah. Airwolf? Right. So, yeah. sh- so let's just bring the Jan I don't Michael. I know what that show was about. Do you know what that show was about? It was about a kick-ass helicopter. But. It was like blue. So it just followed the adventures of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was. It was, wait, wait, it was, was a, it a police helicopter? Was it like a drug I wanna smuggling say, helicopter? I want to say, say it was probably like some like um, 
like organizations for hire. Organizations helicopter, like a CIA helicopter or something like like one of them. Or like the Foundation for Law and Government or <laughs> and something. The only way they can get spies in and out is with the noisiest fucking vehicle ever invented. Like, is there anything noisier than a helicopter? Listen, this thing was real kick ass. But yeah, you followed the uh, the exploits of this helicopter. It had big googly eyes in the front instead of windows. You like, it, like, sneak it was up like on anyone. It was like Thomas the Train, but helicopters. <laughs> To think there's only two people, three people listening to this right you now. You think there are like other helicopters with faces on it, and yeah. they all have different personalities? Yeah, you know? probably. Like Thomas yeah. the Train. Yeah, I'm not gonna fly today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I made that trip last week. Yeah. Oh, look at you! You can do a 360 fucking rollover. <laughs> yeah, look at yeah. you. Yeah, they're like our fucking ungrateful soldiers. Yeah. Bunch of scumbags, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Man up. Yeah, yeah. Man up. Wonder who we should be pissing on in the urinals Man now. Up. Fucking. Man, that was dark, man. <laughs> well, listen. They they took me to this dark place. I don't like to go there, Scott. I don't like I don't like to go there. I don't like to talk about Americans who are unpatriotic. They force me into it. I like my soldiers not getting captured or getting PTSD, right? Is that too a much pre- to ask? A president for? said that. I mean really. A president said it. We're gonna get on no, me for saying it? Actually, a president didn't say it. A man said it, and then we elected him president. That was after he, yes. Oh, that's that was right. That was during the. Trail. Yeah, that's right. That's and we right. elected him. He was a candidate. So, 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 any of you motherfuckers out there waving your stars and stripes that want to talk about we're disrespecting our soldiers? Check who you elected. Check, yo, check who you elected. Check yourself. If the president, if it's all right for the president or someone who became president, it's all right for us assholes. Yeah. That nobody's listening yeah. to. But I don't believe I don't agree with anything Russ just said. By the way, <laughs> this guy this guy's fucked up over here. So, um, yeah. speaking of fucked up, today in our discussion about the intersection of religion and society, we are going to be talking about New York City's uh, elite mayor, Eric Adams. Guy is a complete fucking buffoon. Um, this time. It's about the separation of church and state in the form of prayer in schools. You mentioned elite mayor. Why? Why? Why the term elite? It was sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> like he is anything but elite. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, we talk about he's a train wreck. But you know, almost every time you talk about an elected official, unless you're in a cult, like a Republican cult member or an, or a Democrat cult member, we always talk about our leaders as being buffoons and ridiculous. Is this guy really a buffoon and ridiculous? Yeah, I think this guy is very much about he's using the moment of identity politics to put unqualified people as the heads of city agencies. Um, He's paying back favors, maybe from the campaign Mm. for consolidating like whatever power and money he needed. So it's it's all like it's not a grift grift per se. You know, because he is like he is trying to like politic, but at the end of the day, he's just a guy who's paying a lot of people off. People are in positions of power that don't deserve to be in positions of power. Um, the things he says are fucking over the top and buffoonish. Mm. Um, the way he discusses certain topics, um, the way he talks about like the homeless or the police. Or how to fix like crime? He was. It's he, naive. He was. He was a former. 
He police officer. He, he was, was like part a of, high ranking like member of the he, NYPD. He was one of the hundred blacks in law enforcement, right? That's an organization in New that York. I don't know. I think that's an organization in New York. It might be I don't know if it's national, but I know I'm pretty sure he was part of a hundred blacks in law enforcement. Okay. Which to me gives me hope for the man. Why? You know, because maybe 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 that's my prejudice. I feel that if somebody was um Law enforcement across the across the country and in New York has this reputation of maybe not treating black people fairly. So he was a black law enforcement officer, part of an organization called 100 Blacks in Law Enforcement. So you would think he would have his, his finger on the pulse of like what needs to get done. I mean, he was pretty much elected because of Black Lives Matter movement, right? And so he was like the perfect guy. He, Asians elected him. He was elected largely by the Asian community who wanted someone who was going to be tougher on crime. Hmm. So that's what helped push him over the top because a lot of people doing, saw man. the city devolve into lawlessness following hmm. Black Lives Matter. Also, during the fucking pandemic, a lot of Asians started being attacked. Yeah. And so if there was this perception that nothing was being done. Like, where are the police? Nothing's being done. These hate crimes were continuing. There was one in the news, like, every week. And then, so when the election started happening, a large portion of this city, of the city's voting base, wanted someone who was going to bring police back and, like, but, like, a measured approach. And it seemed like he was the perfect face for that. That's what I'm a saying. Bla- That's what I'm saying. A yeah, black sure. man, right. Yeah. So I'm providing, like, context right. to yeah. what you're saying. Um, and by the way, not just Asian people, um, elderly black people who vote. So anyone who was black and over like the age of 50, they're not down with like Black Lives Matter. They're down with like old school, like, you know what I mean? Like policing for the most part, mm. for the most. What do you mean? Mm. No, I mean, I'm, now I'm telling you like. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not, oh, I'm not disagreeing. No, no, I'm like, just, no, I'm like, mm, like, like, you should not be okay with old school policing. <laughs> like, so that's oh, what well, I meant. Right. That mm was for okay. them, not okay. for you. Right. I'm sorry. All right. I will measure my mm's better. Or just like express, like, you know, in words, like what your mm's mean since you have a microphone in front of you. <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt, man. I'd rather interrupt with just sound effects. Nah, you should have interrupted. <laughs> like armpit fart noises. <laughs> kick me out of the fucking, kick me out. All right, so we are going to be reading an article. The headline is Adams, Discussing Faith, Dismisses Idea of Separating Church and State. Mayor Eric Adams also suggested that banning organized public school prayer was a mistake, saying when we took prayers out of schools, guns came into schools. I actually heard that tidbit. I actually heard that. I mean, it became huge news. Did it? I, see, I don't. I don't watch. It's the a news New at York. All. It's a fucking mayor of like a liberal blue fucking city talking about like we should bring prayer back into the classroom. Yo, I told motherfuckers. I said, don't don't be fooled by this guy. This guy's a straight Republican, man. But what's great is this probably fucking pisses everyone off. It pisses liberals off because prayer in school, and it pisses off Second Amendment nuts because he's like fucking critiquing fucking gun violence. Yeah. He's like. We can get guns out of schools. Isn't it funny that people that support the Second Amendment don't like you Are the talking about? You wouldn't want to fuck in the first place. <laughs> that is abortion, man. Oh, okay, it's, aren't they the same people? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> The people that are supportive of the Second Amendment and uh, these gun rights people 
don't want to talk about gun violence. Like, how is that the same thing? Like, being opposed to gun violence does not mean I'm opposed to the Second Amendment. I would think it's not that they don't want to talk about gun violence. They always find a way to redirect, like, weird. the argument about, like, well, you know, how much gun violence is there compared to how many gun owners there are. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, if you, so you know what? To support that argument, if you give everybody a gun, that number comes way down. And gun violence per gun owner is quite low. Yeah. We should give everybody guns. We should fuel well, that's the, big, what they're saying. the big gun industry that you have no vested interest in. It's like when you support big oil or big farmer and you don't want any changes and big banks. You're not a part of any of that. You don't see a dime of that shit. No, but they they, they want guns. Yeah, of course they want guns. No, really. People own guns in this country, Scott. I've heard. I don't mean one gun. I mean people have like arsenals <laughs> of there's like more guns than people in this country. I know. Like how many fucking homes really, do you have? People really want guns. Like not so much in New York. Like you're talking about people that you're around in New York that talk a lot like, oh, gun right, gun right, gun right. But meanwhile, they might have a gun. They might not have a gun. But. When we're talking about, like, in the larger scope of things, outside of New York, like, you go to Pennsylvania, you go to Ohio, you go to Missouri, you go to, like, Oklahoma, Texas. Those people have fucking guns, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do with more than one of them at a time? <laughs> it's not a matter of that. It's a constitutional right for them to fucking have as many guns as they want. It, no, no. What it is is take the attention away from how small my penis is. <laughs> you see my safe? You see my safe? I mean, not my save the guns that are underneath my three-year-old's pillow. It's probably like all of these reasons. There's probably people in it for like, you know, because they have micro penis. Some people are in it because they're trying to prove a Second Amendment point. You know, some people love gun collecting. You know, that's cool. It's uh, that's, like see, I would respect that. Reasons. Yeah. Right. Like, they should just say, I like guns. Well, that's what that I want to have guns. Said. He goes, instead of trying to make all these reasons for your Second Amendment, just say, I like guns. Yeah. <laughs> But listen, yeah. I like race cars, let's say. I can't drive an F1 car on a highway. There's, like, regulations. There's a limit to, like, what I can... Maybe there shouldn't be, man. <laughs> Maybe there shouldn't be. Germany gets by just fine with no rules on their roads. Well, it's their Autobahn. Right. Well, all these people around here think, like, there's no rules on the road. They, oh, they, no. It's... They're, they're fucking... It's Mad Max. It's Mad Max out there. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's Mad Max. I'm waiting to see, like, a guy standing playing a guitar with flames shooting out of, like, a fucking, you know, the top of a car one of these days. Uh, yeah. It's crazy out there. Yo, I was on a stretch of road on the way to your house, right, where there's not, not a lot going on. And it's a 35-mile-an-hour speed limit. So I was doing 45. And there's cops, or there used to be cops. There, well, there's all more now. I know the strip you're talking about. Yeah, all the time there used to be cops. So I'm doing 45. Yo, people were flying past me, flying past me, like right. I was standing still. And, I, and when I say people, I don't mean one or two. I'm talking about like five right. or six cars right. flew fucking past. You're me. almost. You're almost probably putting yourself in danger by going so slow. Because when you get rear-ended by someone doing 80, you want to be doing like 60 at least. But I'm doing 10 miles over the speed limit. So if you look that strip you're on, they put jersey barriers on your right side now because so many people flew off the road and hit trees that they actually put jersey barriers there. They're freaking, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's, right. let's go to this article. Yeah, let's go. February 28th, 2023. The annual interfaith breakfast hosted on Tuesday 
by Mayor Eric Adams began normally enough. A choir sang a rousing rendition of My Country Tis of Thee. A rabbi spoke. So did Buddhist and Muslim leaders. And then things started to get surreal. So, man, so now I was, I was trying to think. In school, I grew up, we always did the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we followed up with My Country Tis of Thee. The Pledge of Allegiance and My Country Tis of Thee was sang every day to begin my school day in grades one through six. Did you have a similar experience? So I went to yeshiva up through third grade. In the middle of third grade, I couldn't take yeshiva anymore. Yeah. So for those that don't know, yeshiva is basically like Catholic school, but the Jewish version of it. It's so like in the Jewish morning, school. You can probably just say Jewish school. In the morning, I had Hebrew instruction and Bible instruction, like, you know, Old Testament shit. So I, I used to read Hebrew. I used to be able to read and write Hebrew because up to third grade, I, I was taught it. That's all those weird diagonal lines with dots. It's Hebrew, man. <laughs> nice alphabet you got there. So, oh, sorry. We were the first ones to invent fucking writing. Oh, sure. That's Our right. bad. Yeah, right, right. Because the cave people didn't do it, right? Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Hebrew. Yeshiva. Go ahead. You're... <laughs> um, so when I transferred in third grade, that was the thing that I found like stark wasn't the prayer because I had come from a religious right. school. It was the singing of that song, which I didn't know. So I would My pretend to like, yeah. well, now I know because yeah. I know things <laughs> now. But then I was just introduced to it and everybody was Sweet singing it. So I had to pretend like I used to like pretend mouth like. Yeah. You were very self-conscious as a kid, huh? But what? You were self-conscious as a kid, right? You didn't want to be jumping you because you didn't know the song, right? Well, as a third grader who's transferred into a public school in the middle of the year and has gone from like one kind of lily white Jewish like environment to like being around like black kids and Puerto Rican kids and like oh yeah, sure, sure. regular white kids who are mm-hmm. like, you know, like sus looking. <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> Like you, you know what I mean? Like there were none of you in fucking yeshiva and all of a sudden it's third grade you and I'm like, you know, it's like your first day in the prison yard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But the prayer in school thing after a while, I didn't pray. Did you pray? No, no, I I, I don't No, I didn't say I had prayer in school. I had the Pledge of Allegiance and we sang my country to the I don't remember. I don't remember prayer in school. So again, a moment of silence, they called it. I didn't even I don't have that either. Or prayer. So I'm just going to say this to all the people listening, say bring back prayer in school. I'm 50 years old. I don't remember prayer in school. I do. In Brooklyn, PS217 on Coney Island Avenue, Coney Island and Newkirk Avenues, PS217 in Brooklyn, in the mid, like North Midwood, South Kensington like area. Absolutely, we had like prayers in school. So, you're all my PS60 from Queens, New York. Let me know if there was prayer in school because I don't remember it. Yeah. You've been listening to a preview of our Patreon content. Each week, we explore a topic. At the intersection of society and religion. This week's topic is New York City's Mayor Adams and his fanatical religious views. To hear the rest of this discussion, visit us at patreon.com slash libel the Bible.